Employers must adhere to a variety of compliance regulations during the new hire and onboarding process. Among these vital rules is Form I-9, which helps employers verify a new worker's employment eligibility. In this episode of HR Party of One, I'll cover everything you need to know about Form I-9, from what it is and how it works, to retention rules, and important updates in 2021. So stick around until the end, and you'll be an expert in all things Form I-9, meaning you'll never have to worry about compliance again. We'll cover what is Form I-9 and are employers required to verify it? Acceptable documentation for Form I-9 verification. How do employers verify Form I-9? Form I-9 retention and storage requirements and how an HRIS helps. And what we know about Form I-9 in 2021. Let's jump right in. The American government wants to know that the people who work for you are legally permitted to do so. Form I-9 is a US citizenship and immigration services document that verifies this information. But Form I-9 didn't just appear out of thin air. It's actually been around since 1986. I think a brief history session is in order. So let's run through another edition of my favorite segment, Timeline Time, where we get you up to speed on the present by explaining the past. In 1986, Congress passed the Immigration Reform and Control Act. The bill, which was passed during the Reagan administration, made it illegal for American employers to knowingly hire unauthorized workers. As a result, Form I-9 was introduced to verify the legal status of employees. In 1990, Congress passed the Immigration Act of 1990, which prohibited the abuse of discriminatory documentary practices during the employment eligibility verification process. In 1996, the government passed the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigration Responsibility Act of 1996, which reduced the number of eligible documents employers could accept during the verification process. It also created the pilot program that paved the way for E-Verify. In 2007, the federal government began using E-Verify to complete this process electronically. More on that a bit later. Recently, in 2019, the US CIS released the current version of Form I-9, which will expire on October 31st, 2022. Back to the present. Every American employer is required to complete and store Form I-9 for each worker it hires, including both citizens and non-citizens. You could work for a five-person company or a 5,000-person company, and the government still wants to collect this information. Likewise, the people you hire are required to fill out a portion of Form I-9 and present documents that verify their identity and authorization to work in the country. Now that we've established what Form I-9 is and that employers are required to verify it, let's talk through how that verification process actually works. Form I-9 Employment Eligibility Verification is made up of three components. Section one, employee information and attestation, which newly hired employees complete using their personal information, including name, address, social security number, date of birth, and their citizenship status. Section two, employer or authorized representative review and verification, which is filled out by employers and includes the date an employee begins work and the date their documents were verified by the employer. In section two, this is where employers also include all of the relevant information from the documents provided by the employee, such as the type of document, its number, and the issuing authority. Section three is re-verification and rehires, which is completed by employers. This step is reserved for employees who are rehired or whose employment authorization needs to be re-verified. For your reference, I've included links in the episode description that direct you to instructions and regulations that apply to each of these three sections. To break this down even further, here's a step-by-step -step showing you how this process works. Step one, a job candidate accepts a position offered to them by your company. They're now required to complete section one, no later than their first day of work. Step two, 
Then the new teammate delivers documents to the employer to prove their eligibility for employment. USCIS also identifies three different categories of documents that newly hired employees must provide to verify their identity. And they split them into lists, A, B, and C. Here's the short and quick way to remember what's included in each list. List A includes documents that establish an employee's identity and work authorization. Examples of commonly accepted documents in List A include things like a U.S. passport or U.S. passport card, a permanent resident card, previous permanent resident card with signature, or an employment authorization document. List B includes documents that only establish an employee's identity. And here are some examples of commonly accepted documents on List B. Driver's license, school ID card with a photograph, voter registration card, or U.S. military card or draft record. And List C are documents that only establish an employee's authorization to work in the country. And finally, here are some examples of commonly accepted documents on List C. A U.S. Social Security account number card, Native American tribal document, certification of report of birth issued by the U.S. Department of State. Workers who present a document from List A, well, aren't required to provide any additional documents. However, workers who don't present a document from List A must provide an example from both List B and List C to receive authorization. Step three, employers then fill out section two no later than the third business day after the employee starts their job. The person in charge of this needs to review the employment verification documents in the physical presence of the person presenting the forms. One important note though, you aren't expected or required to be a document expert. If you or a hiring manager believe a document is genuine in relation to the worker who presented it, then you should accept it. However, if a new hire gives you a document that doesn't quite match up, for example, it's a real passport, but doesn't belong to the person in question, you're supposed to reject it and request additional forms of verification. The USCIS lists a number of different scenarios that employers should consider during the process, which I've included in the episode description, again, for your reference. We've established the different sections of verification and what that process looks like, step by step. Now let's cover the actual documents that can be used to verify an employee's eligibility to work for you. According to the USCIS, the authority here, there are two components that acceptable documentation must establish. A worker's identity and a worker's employment authorization. This information can be audited or inspected by US Immigration and Customs Enforcement, most commonly known as ICE. When ICE decides to audit an employer, the department will issue a notice of inspection that compels the organization in question to produce all relevant Form I-9 documents within three business days. And that's why getting this right is so important. ICE wants to make sure that you aren't hiring people who aren't permitted to work here. And penalties for employment violations can exceed $20,000 which makes compliance absolutely critical for employers. Let's cover some important compliance considerations now. Employers are required to retain Form I-9 for all employees hired after November 6, 1986, for as long as the employee works for them. And once a worker leaves the company, you have to keep that former employee's Form I-9 on file for a specified period of time. And that specified period of time depends on how long they stayed with the organization. Here are some examples of timelines. If a worker was employed for less than two years, their Form I-9 needs to be retained for three years after the date entered in the first day of employment section of the document. If a worker was employed for more than two years, their Form I-9 must be retained for one year after the date they stopped working for the employer. And storage requirements come into play here too. Employers can store Form I-9 on paper, microfilm, or electronically. Now, here at Bernie Portal, we highly recommend the latter. Our HRIS includes a function that automatically stores Form I-9 and the acceptable documents online once employees submit them during the onboarding process.
This approach makes it easier for HR to keep track of the entire team's documents. And to be quite honest, it's much safer that way. And look, while no law requires employers to separate I-9s from personnel files, employers often choose to do so voluntarily in order to protect employee information and as an extra safety measure in the case of an audit by ICE. Obviously, in-person verification was really difficult for a lot of employers these past 12 months. For workplaces operating remotely as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, ICE issued a temporary policy that extended Form I-9 compliance flexibility. As a result, the physical presence requirements associated with employment eligibility verification continue to be deferred. Check out the USCIS website for the latest deferment deadline. Thankfully, the government didn't leave us in the dark on how to handle employment verification. At the onset of the pandemic, ICE issued a news release with instructions that clarify the process. And once an organization's operations return to normal, meaning everyone returns to in-person work, all employees who were onboarded remotely and verified their Form I-9 information electronically need to report to their employer within three business days for in-person verification of the form and accompanying documents. As you can see, Following the rules and regulations for Form I-9 compliance can get a little tricky, but it's more straightforward than you might think. Unsurprisingly, it's even easier if you have an HRIS at your disposal. My advice to you this time around is to take a look at how you approach Form I-9 compliance and look for ways to make it better. Like I mentioned earlier in the episode, Bernie Portal's new hire documentation feature keeps all of your Form I-9 information organized and safe. Take a look at the features page I've linked to in the episode description as well as the demo request to learn more about how it can make Form I-9 compliance easier than ever for your organization. Because look, here's the end result. You save time in the long run, time that you can spend on more strategic tasks, like everything else we normally cover on HR Party One. Remember, your job is as strategic as you make it.